This is the Valley on the Big 550. West pulls up for two. It is good. It is good. He made the shot. He made the shot. Panthers win. Panthers win. The Valley on the Big 550 is brought to you by Amtrak. See where the train can take you. Now, here is Jim Hewer and Brendan Weesey. Another edition of the Valley on the Big 550 KTRS tonight on a Friday night. Jim Hewer, Brendan Weesey with you. It is our final Friday Valley on the Big 550 for the regular season. Brendan Weesey, it has been a pretty fun first year for us on the Big 550 with the Valley on the Big 550, yes? It sure has, and Jimmy, I don't know if there is a regular season that goes by faster than college basketball, especially when you get into conference play. It has flown by here we are the last weekend. It's still a lot to be determined. It's hard to believe, it's hard, but it is the final the- weekend of the regular season and nothing settled in terms of who's going to play where and when when we get to Arch Madness next weekend. So it's going to be a great final weekend. We're going to preview it here in just a little bit in our second segment with all those games that are going on on Saturday that will determine who plays where and when everybody is seated in the Missouri Valley Conference tournament. We call it Arch Madness here at the Scott Trade Center in St. Louis and also on the Big 550 KTRS. A little bit later on in the show, Brendan, we're going to talk with Doug Elgin. And uh, Doug has been doing this for quite some time, and I'm looking forward to hearing maybe a few of his favorites over the years here in St. Louis. That'll be fun. I think he's obviously got some memories from this season, Jimmy, but uh, looking back at uh, a lot of the great tournaments that have been through Scott Trade Center with Arch Madness, a lot to choose from and looking forward to uh, getting Doug's take on that. I know this. Let's start off with the top two here at the top of the Missouri Valley Conference. Both teams are 16-1 and heading into the final weekend. Wichita State and Illinois State, Brendan, you and I have argued on the big sports show throughout the season, but also on this show, I think they both deserve to get in no matter what happens this weekend. I don't think there's any question about it, but they're still playing that game of of walking a fine line. If you again, according to a lot of the bracketologists out there, that you're afraid a loss before the Arch Madness Championship could do some harm to an at-large bid. So that's why this weekend is still very big. You know, you would look at Wichita's. Uh, metrics, Jimmy, they're number 12 in Ken Palm, but they're 42 in RPI, due in large part a record of just 2-4 and four against the RPI top 100. Similar story for Illinois State. They're 54 in Kempom, but 33 in RPI, but an RPI, uh, a record against the RPI top 100 of just 2-3. and three. So they've had very few opportunities, Jim, to score the big marquee wins, except when they play one another. So that that's why it, it's so important to wrap up this weekend and and set yourself up for a, for a tie atop the league and I think do the league a big favor in terms of getting both these teams into the tournament. Yeah, there's no doubt if they can both reach the final, I think everyone would feel and breathe a lot easier for the Missouri Valley Conference. Let's start off with Illinois State here and hear from Dan Muller. His team, Brendan, they've been blowing people out early in the season. They had the injury to Mikhail McIntosh, and then the games got closer, and now they've uh, had a lot of close wins. Mikhail McIntosh back in the lineup, but Dan Muller did mention, you know, I think maybe our guys have been looking ahead to the conference tournament and a, 
head to the NCAA tournament and maybe lost their focus a little bit. You know, I think our guys recently have, have focused a little bit too much on the championship and maybe even St. Louis, and I think I've done a bad job with that. Uh, we're going to try to get back to just focusing on the day-to-day process that we all talk about. Um, I'm probably not going to bring up next week again until we get there, and I have brought it up uh, a, a few times over the last month or so. Um, but we obviously are playing for something really important right now, and so I'm going to wait till after Saturday's game to even talk about uh, the tournament again. And then at that point, of course, um, who we're playing, what time we're playing, we'll just begin our, our tournament prep. It's pretty good advice, Brendan, but I do know this with the Illinois State program. As this season has gone on, that's big, the big story right there in front of them. They've had to address it, and I guess the kids have gotten a little tied up in it. I guess so. I mean, I don't have a problem, Jimmy, with teams winning close ball games. And I guess if you're comparing yourself against Wichita State and the way they've just blown through just about every opponent they've gone up against, with the exception <laughs> of at Illinois State, sure, I guess those comps would become a little worrisome. I think the Redbirds have set themselves up very nicely, and this is a team that when their backs are against the wall in a ball game, be it home or road, uh, they've been able to come through. Yeah, they've won those games, and there's something to be said for winning close games, Brendan, that this time of year or any time of the year, and uh, the, the leadership of a guy like Paris Lee and Mikhail McIntosh and others have uh, definitely helped them. Now on the other side of this top two, you got Wichita State, Greg Marshall, and you've just pointed out the analytics, how one can have Wichita State up near the top and another one, well, maybe not so much. Greg Marshall, a little concerned about where the committee could have them once this thing uh, rolls around to Selection Sunday. Uh, The history says we need to be scared because we've never really been done any favors by the Selection Committee the last four or five years. I mean, every year we're a a seed or two lower than we probably should be. And even when we were the one seed, uh, we got that great Kentucky team in the second round. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're always concerned. But what I've, what I've said is, and I said it on national television yesterday, you know, anyone that really doesn't know or you know, doesn't, I don't know what the criteria they're going to use this year. They say they're going to more analytics next year. My question is, why would you wait? It doesn't make any sense. This can make us better, but we need to wait another year. Um, but I, I just say you have to watch our team. And if you can't decipher that we're one of the top 30, 35 at-large capability teams if we are not successful in, in St. Louis to winning the championship, um, then maybe you know you need to let your spot on the selection committee go to somebody else because it's, it's a no-brainer to mo- most people that watch that. Our, our team is very, very good and will cause you know, people opposite us in the, in the bracket to say, oh, boy, I, I, I prefer not to have those guys on my side of the bracket, but, but here we are again. There you have it, Brendan Weesey. I would just say ditto on my part. How about you? Yeah, and if just look at it like this, Jim. I think we both agree that if Wichita State gets in, they're a team capable of getting to the second weekend of the tournament. For teams like Vanderbilt and Tennessee and any number of schools out of the Southeastern Conference or a team like Indiana or I, I don't even know, God, if, if Illinois has gotten back on the bubble again, Jimmy, uh, these are all schools that I think we can agree We'd be shocked to see them win a game. And this is a Wichita team that, uh, regardless of the analytics, 
This is truly where you look at the eye test and say they demolish teams, and they've gotten better since early on. And it would be a crime if uh, somehow they are left out if they don't get the automatic bid. Winning games by an average of 19 points a game this year. It's pretty impressive what Wichita State has done. It's the Valley on the Big 550 KTRS. That's Brendan Weesey. I'm Jim Hewer. Time now for our honors this week in the Valley, and we'll start off with the Player of the Week. This guy comes from Illinois State. The Redbirds led by Deontay Hawkins, who was 7 for 9 from the field. Here's Wills handing it to Paris Lee. Inside Hawkins layup. Yes! Deontay with a dozen, and the Redbirds with their biggest lead of the day of nine points. 40 to 31. Hawkins has only missed one shot. Dick's sick of seven. Driving shot blocked by Hawkins. Good defense there for the Redbirds. We talk often about Paris Lee and Mikhail McIntosh, but don't sleep on Deontay Hawkins there, Brendan Weesey. And Jimmy, for a guy at six foot eight to be able to knock down 43% of his three-point shots, Jimmy, uh, a very dynamic player that has a lot of different elements to his game. And like you said, it, it seems like we we start focusing on one player on Illinois State and then you forget about another, like a Deontay Hawkins. Uh, we credit Wichita State for being incredibly deep. Uh, I think we're we're selling short a lot of the time the depth that this Illinois State team has. Maybe not 9-10 to 10 like Wichita State, but the starting five they throw out there and even the first one or two off the bench is, is as good as anybody in this league and as good as a lot of teams in the country. Deontay Hawkins last week in the two wins for Illinois State averaged 17.5.7 rebounds. Oh, yeah, and then there's Paris Lee, and then there's Mikhail McIntosh. That's why they deserve to be in the NCAA tournament. Continuing on now with our awards in the Valley this week, how about Newcomer of the Week? We all know this guy's name. And the other four to six junior out of Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Number 24, Alize Johnson. Bounces it to Johnson, baseline left, backs down his man, now spins, put it up, and got the roll over Bunscoten and Alizé Johnson posting up, giving them some of their own medicine, and getting the friendly roll for a six-point lead, Dixon, he'll split a double team, take it to the rack, get it blocked, but the putback try no good, another putback try good, and a foul, and guess who, Alizé, 20 points now for him tonight, and a double-double. Newcomer of the week in the Missouri Valley Conference, Alizé Johnson. I'm really looking forward to a chance to see him in person and get on the floor at the Scott Trade Center next week, Brendan. Jimmy, that game he had against Drake last week, 23 points and 21 rebounds for the Bears. He's been a rebounding machine. He's such a dynamic scorer around the hoop, and he can knock down the jumper from outside as well. You said, can't wait to see him in person. He's the type of player, Jim, that could you know, all by himself, help the Bears make a run through Arch Madness. He's that capable uh, with all of the elements to his game. Absolutely true. His coach is Paul Lusk. He talks about Alizé Johnson. He's a great young man. Um, he works hard. Um, he's a scrapper. Uh, he's a guy that, uh, not like he's he's getting both elbows above the rim. He's just a scrapper and uh, you know, he went through a little bit of a tough stretch here recently, but he sticks with it. He keeps working, and and uh, he's been very good. I mean, but to predict, you know, 20 rebound games or all of the double-doubles, uh, we knew that 
he, he would rebound the basketball. I think the the areas that he's improved in uh, drastically since he's got on campus has been his um, has been his three point shooting. He's really worked on his stroke. Um, he was struggling from the free throw line uh, earlier in the year, but he's improved that. Um, and there are a lot of areas he has to continue to improve on. But uh, we, you know, at this time of the year, you need your you need your guys playing their best basketball, and and uh, I thought he had a good week last week. I know this, Brendan. When it comes to newcomer of the year for the entire season, you can almost just put it in pen. It's probably going to be Alizé Johnson, the Missouri Valley Conference. Yeah, I think when you look at the awards next week, Jimmy, if there is a lock, Alizé's got the newcomer of the year, one hundred percent. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any real debate. And I'm not sure there's another case to be made, to be honest with you. (laughs) He does it all. Time now for the Prairie Farms Recovery Play of the Week. Going back to Illinois State, their win against Loyola recently. And the Illinois State Radio Network on the call. And now 3.18 to go. McIntosh with it. Guarded by Doyle. Step back three. It's good. Mikhail McIntosh has scored the last eight Redbird points of the game. Illinois State by five. That is our Prairie Farms Recovery Play of the Week from the Illinois State Radio Network. Dick Ludke with the call. And every time we have our Recovery Play of the Week, it's brought to you by Prairie Farms Companies, including Prairie Farms Dairy and Highland Dairy Foods. Remember, there's no better athletic recovery drink than real chocolate milk, and there's no better chocolate milk than Dairy Fresh, Prairie Farms, and Highland Brands. That call there says it all. When they need buckets, they can go to Mikhail McIntosh, and they're very glad to have him back in the lineup, Brendan. It's going to make a huge difference, Jim. And we talked about winning some close games. That was during the process of McIntosh being out and then McIntosh slowly starting to come back. So if they have him at close to 100% health, maybe we see that Illinois State team that uh, was blowing people out the first half of the season. Mm, Should be fun. Should be fun. We are going to have a fun weekend in the Missouri Valley Conference. When we come back, Brendan Weesey and I will preview the final weekend in the Missouri Valley Conference for the regular season. That's next on the Valley on the Big 550. Ready for a road trip without the road? Book a trip on Amtrak. And instead of spotting license plates, see actual states. Leave gas, traffic, tolls, and parking behind and make yourself at home on the train with space to kick back and outlets all your own. It's so much easier to explore America when nobody's confined to the back seat. And it's affordable, too. Just visit Amtrak.com to save 20% with Saber fares and kids ride 50% off. 500 destinations, infinite stories. Amtrak. See where the train can take you. Restrictions apply. State Farm knows that life is like college basketball. Having the right combination can make all the difference. Cinderella stories in college basketball? Good combination. Cinderella stories and college parties. Once upon a time, there was this princess. What did you say? A princess. Bad combination. At State Farm, we know the power of a good combination. Talk to an agent for help combining your home and auto into a plan that's right for you. State Farm, here to help life go right. The only thing that B. Michael Cordy of the Cordy Law Firm likes more than a Kirkwood or a Webster win is a win for you in your workers' compensation case. Mike grew up a statesman, but his family are all pioneers. The Cordy Law Firm helps injured workers get the treatment and compensation they deserve and is proud to support both the Webster and Kirkwood communities. 
Cordy Law. Don't go to court without the Cordy Law Firm. K-O-R-T-E Law.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. This is Larry Connors, and I think I drove by your house the other day. It looks great, but I noticed you might have some shingles missing and maybe some other roof damage. Take a moment to call my friend, John Beal, 1-800-NEW-ROOF. Take care of it before everyone else starts calling, before the thunderstorms start pounding us. That way, next time I drive by, I won't have to worry. I'll know your home is protected. John Beal, 1-800-NEW-ROOF. 1-800-NEW-ROOF. Welcome back to the Valley on the Big 550 KTRS. Jim Hewer, Brendan Weesey with you. Our final Friday night show for the regular season. That means tomorrow, Saturday, all the games will be the final regular season games for everyone in the Missouri Valley Conference. Brendan, are you ready to break these down? Because anything is possible coming out of Saturday. Again, a lot of uh, seeding ramifications are going to go down this weekend. Jimmy, again, the top of the league, certainly still on the line as well. Let's get to it. (laughs) All right, here we go. We'll talk about the first matchup. It's number seven, Bradley, against number 10, Drake. Now, all these teams can end up somewhere else when everything goes final on Saturday, but this one at Drake, it's on the Valley on ESPN 3. It's a 1 o'clock matchup in Des Moines. Bradley making a push to uh, get a nice seed. Suddenly, yeah, Jim, they've won two in a row, but here's the deal. Their freshman, Daryl Brown, dealing with an ankle injury, missed the last ball game. Now, the rest of his team, they really picked up the slack admirably for the victory, but uh, he's a guy that I think is uh, his importance to the team tomorrow, and certainly for Arch Madness, it's absolutely huge. Drake may have lost eight in a row here, Jimmy, but uh, it's at their place, and like you said, they still have a chance to climb up that seating ladder a little bit with a win. Indiana State at Evansville. It's the Battle of Indiana, the next matchup. This one in Evansville. It is a noon tip-off on ESPN3. You've got Indiana State, the ninth seed as we talk, against Evansville, the eighth seed. Anything's possible, Brendan, in this one. Again, Jim, uh, the part of that log jam in the bottom four where any of those teams could end up somewhere different (laughs) by the time the weekend is over. Of course, you look at Evansville and the fact that they were starting to play better. They run into a buzzsaw like Wichita State. Uh, You normally don't feel terrible when you lose a game to the Shockers, but they gave up 109 points to Wichita Uh, I'm curious to see if uh, they can start to reverse that trend or whether or not they'll lose three straight to end the regular season. It's crazy. Of those four teams we just talked about, Evansville, Bradley, Indiana State, they're all 5-12. Then you got Drake at 6-11. Anything is possible in that matchup of those four schools. Now, moving on for Saturday's preview, final weekend in the Missouri Valley Conference, Southern Illinois, I should say, let's go to uh, Illinois State. At UNI, Illinois State, we know what's at stake for them. Then you got UNI playing pretty good. They're the third-ranked team in the Missouri Valley Conference right now. Ben Jacobson has Jeremy Morgan, and Jeremy Morgan has been a leader for him. And Ben talks about Jeremy taking on that leadership role and how difficult it has been for him this year. With the graduation of five guys two years ago when Jeremy was a sophomore, and then Wes and Bo and Paul, who I've talked a lot about 
over the course of the last six months. Uh, their graduation last year, uh, th- that's eight eight guys that Jeremy, you know, was was around, and, and eight guys that that uh, did the uh, almost all of the leadership, and and uh, you know, especially you know the important part of the leadership, and that's when you know us as coaches aren't around. Um, so he had some great examples, but at the same time, you know, coming into this year, he's the only guy that had been a part of all that to the level. Um, it's to a really high level, you know, Wyatt, uh, Bennett, Clint, those, uh, Ted, those guys had been around, um, and been a part of it, but not in the same playing role that Jeremy had been in. And obviously they aren't seniors this year. So, um, for him, that's, you know, that's a lot to, to handle. That's a lot of responsibility to take over. And, um, and he just, you know, he's done a great job of it in terms of, uh, being able to increase his productivity offensively, you know, increase his scoring, uh, but still, able to do all of the things that he's been good at for for uh you know his entire career with us so you know I'm, I'm proud of him i think he's done a great job and you know we've got the four freshmen that are playing a lot and jordan ashton's a new transfer and, and hunter rhodes is a new transfer and uh, you know with that kind of turnover in our program this year uh, for jeremy to be able to do what he's done get our guys you know rallied and turned around from that 0-5 start you know he and jordan deserve a a tremendous amount of credit for getting us turned around and getting us all the way to to where we're at now and sitting you know sitting in the spot we're in as we you know, as we head down the stretch and that's not easy to do with that many young guys on your team when you're you know there's two seniors but he's the only one that's been here the entire time so yeah he's uh, he's done great it'll be senior night for UNI as they host actually senior day as they host Illinois State Brendan and they would like nothing more to knock off Illinois State on their final home game of the season it shows you how well you and I had been playing, Jimmy, because they've lost their last two, yet still find themselves in that number three slot in the league. This is the one game, you know, both the, the top two teams have to win on the road this weekend, Jimmy, to maintain the status quo. And I think this is the game you look at that you could obviously really see that upset because you expect both teams, both these teams like to play a low scoring game. And with it being at you and I, um, I, you almost you almost think this is a coin flip game, and that's a scary proposition for the Redbirds. Absolutely. It's a 1 o'clock tip. You can catch this game on CBS Sports Network. It'll be a dynamite matchup on Saturday. Moving on in the Valley on Saturday, the final weekend of play, you've got Loyola heading down to Southern. The four seed versus the five seed. Let's see what happens when Southern Illinois plays their final home game of the regular season. And with this Loyola team, Jim, coming in, the guy that you continue to focus on is Milton Doyle and the, the, the variables of his game. So many different elements, 16 points, eight assists, seven rebounds, four steals against Drake. He has such a, a well-rounded game, and I think Milton Doyle is a legitimate player of the year candidate despite not being on one of those top two teams. That shows you how good he's been. I tell you what, when you listen and watch the games throughout the course of the regular season, every opposing broadcast, when they're matched up against Loyola, everyone says the same thing, Brendan, and that's, man, this guy is good. I don't know how we're going to stop him today. Hopefully we got enough. I mean, he has been that dynamite for Porter Mosier's team, and he's put up some unbelievable numbers at his time in Loyola. Now, on the other side, you got Southern Illinois. It's senior day, and Barry Hinson talks about his senior class. Well, it's, a, uh, <clears throat> it's an incredibly emotional night. 
Uh, it will be an incredibly emotional night for me because you make a connection to these guys. Uh, Leo Vincent and Michael Rodriguez, our two East Coast guys, uh, one from Philly and one from Boston, and uh, uh, the contributions they've made over the two years. And then the emotional part of it, more so than anything, is uh, Sean O'Brien because Sean elected to come here when nobody else would. And uh, we, we convinced Sean uh, the contributions that he could make for his four years. And I think when you look back and you see what all he's done for us and you see where he is on the Saluki record books, I think, uh, I think he'll be proud of his accomplishments. Uh, we hope, and, and I, just, I, I want it more for, any, for those seniors more than anything, that we have an opportunity to play in postseason and, uh, because that would be my goal. Uh, specifically for those three guys. Barry Hinson on his senior class as they get ready to take on Loyola on Saturday. Final matchup that we'll talk about for the weekend, Brendan. You've got Missouri State hosting Wichita State. Wichita State, you never want to say trap game, but this is a tough one. They have to finish strong, otherwise uh, it will hurt them. It absolutely will. Uh, Again, a critical game. It almost feels like if you're Wichita State, that the tournament's already underway, that a game like this would then, if you lose, it puts all the pressure on to then to win the tournament next week. But it's a Missouri State team, Jimmy, that's really struggled. They're two and seven in their last nine ball games, despite the high level of play from guys like Alice Alize Johnson, Daquan Miller's been very good out on the perimeter. They've just had their problems. This is the type of the game, though. It, it would scare you, Jimmy, if you're Wichita State. I'd be curious to see what type of crowd they have down uh, at Springfield this weekend because this is, uh, if you're Missouri State, it's not so much your Super Bowl, but it's an opportunity to possibly spoil the season uh, for your conference brethren. Yeah, and they almost got Illinois State a couple weeks ago. In that matchup down in Springfield, they get Wichita State, but Wichita State plays defense. Defense travels, as it does with uh, Illinois State. One of the comments from this week from Greg Marshall was his defense and how surprised he has been that they are playing better than he thought. Uh, Our numbers are better than they've been. and I didn't think that was going to be the case. I really was concerned coming out of the summer, but... We didn't have any seniors, as I mentioned. So, you know, we're starting a freshman point guard, and he's continued to get better at the point. And uh, some of our veterans that were sophomores, rising juniors, have just evolved uh, into more prominent roles where they played uh, secondary roles last year and the year before. So uh, we just, we're really excited about where we are and where we can go. Once again, another reason why Wichita State should deserve more accolades. If you play defense, Brendan, you have a chance of beating anybody. And it's due to the athletes out there on the wing, Jim. They, they play so tight. It's the same style that they've been playing. And like, like Greg Marshall said, it, it was uns- uncertain if they'd be able to play at that high level coming into the year. But, uh, wow, I, I think they've exceeded a lot of expectations and look a lot, a, a lot like those Wichita teams with, with Baker and Van Fleet and company. That game is an 11 a.m. tip. It's in Springfield. It's on ESPN2 on Saturday. It's the Valley on the Big 550. I'm Jim Hewer. That's Brendan Weesey. We take a break. When we come back, we talk to the commissioner of the Missouri Valley Conference. That's Doug Elgin, and that's next. Howdy, folks. Barry Henson here, dean of the league and the oldest coach in the Missouri Valley Conference. 
Prairie Farms companies, including Prairie Farms Dairy and Highly Dairy Foods, are proud Missouri Valley corporate sponsors. They're not as old as the Missouri Valley Conference, but for nearly 80 years, their farmer-owned and locally produced dairy fresh products have served families just like yours. Look for Prairie Farms and Highland Dairy products at your favorite grocery. Now, as your coach, they support us, and I'm coaching you to support them. Every road to St. Louis starts on the Missouri Valley Conference campus and converges under the gleaming reflection of Arch Madness. Don't miss the 2017 State Farm MVC Men's Basketball Championship, March 2nd through 5th at Scott Trade Center. Presented by Fox Sports Midwest and Aetna. For tickets, call 800-745-3000. That's 800-745-3000 or visit archmadness.com. Get your tickets and get on the road to Arch Madness. Blinds are one of those things I thought I'd never buy online. But that was before I found Blinds.com. The prices, selection, and quality are amazing. Shipping is free, and their professional designers gave me a free online design consultation, helping me pick, measure, and install the perfect blinds for every room. Now through February 28th, get up to 25% off site-wide at Blinds.com with promo code HOME. That's Blinds.com promo code HOME for up to 25% off site-wide. Rules and restrictions apply. Hi, this is Stuart Rosenblum, president of Stuart's American Mortgage. Stewie! Mortgages are the biggest investment that a person's going to make in their life. Yet most people don't know anything about it. Tune in Sundays at 2 o'clock for Mortgages and More with Stewie. That's me, where we can go over all the different types of mortgage programs in simple terms. 2 p.m. Sunday, you, me, Stewie! You'll become an expert after the first show. Listen to Mortgages and More with Stewie, Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. on KTRS. The Valley on the Big 550, KTRS continues on a Friday night. I'm Jim Hewer. Brendan Weesey is alongside, and a great opportunity now to visit with the commissioner of the Missouri Valley Conference, Doug Elgin. Doug, I think we've talked once early in the year, and it's hard to believe we're in the final weekend of the regular season. It's been a fun year this year. It sure has. But the season flies by, as you know, and we're looking forward to tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon and evening. We've got our final round of, of regular season games and uh, heading into the tournament with uh, with some real excitement and drama. And then we all know what's coming next weekend over at Scott Trade Center. That is the... Uh... That's the the high point of this entire process, and uh, everyone's looking forward to it. I'm sure you guys are as well. We are indeed. It's, it's the 27th year for Arch Madness in St. Louis, and as everyone knows, March Madness starts at the Arch. So uh, we are <laughs> we are looking forward to uh, what should be you know four really good days of basketball. It begins on Thursday night, March two, with our opening round games, and that's seven versus ten and eight versus nine, and then we have the quarterfinals Friday. And a Saturday, yeah, Friday, semifinals on Saturday afternoon, and of course the big the big game on uh, Sunday afternoon on uh, at one o'clock. Doug, if you can illustrate the excitement here, obviously we know what Wichita State and Illinois State are, are battling for right now, and it's just been an incredible run for those two schools. But then you go two through ten, or excuse me, three through ten in this league right now, Doug, and it looks to be completely up for grabs. And these games are are, are appear to be so even each and every night. I got to expect you guys are anticipating some crazy games between some of those seeds on those uh, Thursday and Friday games. It should be terrific, and of course, Wichita State and Illinois State come in as the top two seeds, favored to go to the championship game. But uh, last year, our favorite to win the tournament, Wichita State, was derailed in the semifinals. So 
I think the electricity and the and the drama in our in our tournament. It's a neutral site here in St. Louis. Nobody has the the home court advantage, and uh, I think you're going to see some some real battles. And it's it's unusual when the top two teams make it all the way to uh, the, the finals on Sunday. But that you, we could see that this year. We've had separation between Illinois State and Wichita State, and the rest of the pack. Uh, Northern Iowa goes into the, the evening uh, in third place uh, tonight. So I, I think it's going to be a real battle here. And, and, again, it's about the coaches and student-athletes, and we've always seen really great games here in St. Louis. Doug, obviously the fans uh, live there in person and on television and uh, and hopefully a lot listening to us on the Big 550 KTRS. They, they get a sense of the play-by-play and the action. And I have an opportunity to work a lot of uh, college basketball conference tournaments that that go on for four days from your guys perspective inside kind of inside the war room what what are those days like uh as as the games are going on outside you guys i'm sure are are worried about the games but worried about a million other things as well well we don't want freezing rain for starters (laughs) (laughs) makes it it tough but you know our we have such a veteran crew i think i read in mike's notes our, our peer director's notes mike kern uh, that the the four senior members of our staff have 116 years of experience oh. in in this operation. Uh, they know what they're doing. The Blues play a game Tuesday night, and we have one day to move in. They'll lay the floor uh, after the Blues game on Tuesday night. Uh, Kristen Gregory will lead the way on on Wednesday, uh, cracking the whip at at Scott Trade, <laughs> getting all the volunteers that we have to set up uh, the arena for our conference tournament. And then Thursday is. Uh, we have a luncheon at noon over at Union Station. We follow it with a meeting of our of our membership in the afternoon, and we go straight into the opening round at six o'clock on on Thursday. And then Friday is really the hump day. We have uh, a social event in the morning, our Missouri Valley Hall of Fame breakfast for our presidents and the Hall of Fame inductees. And then Friday is a real grind. It's four games, twelve, two thirty, six, and eight p.m. Uh, for tip times on those and. Uh, once you get through uh, the Friday quarters, I think it's downhill. But it, it really is an exciting time, and the adrenaline flows, and our, our staff has always risen to the occasion, web, occasion, whether it's a Missouri Valley tournament or an NCAA event. How much of an advantage is it for you, Doug, having had the tournament here in St. Louis and knowing it's going to be at the Scott Trade Center and also having gone through that process as opposed to trying to move it around to a different location each and every year? It, we we tried that routine uh, from 1988 through to, through 1990, and I had experienced that in, in another conference. It makes it so much easier. It's so much uh, more likely that you're going to run it to perfection. Uh, you can improve it year to year. When you're moving it around, you've got new arena personnel you're dealing with. You've got social events and venues that you haven't seen before. Uh, it's much more difficult, and I, I feel for those conferences that move their tournament either to the highest seed, which gives you very little time to prepare, or, or move it uh, occasionally every, every two or three years, move it from city to city. So we're blessed to be at St. Louis. Uh, we thank the St. Louis Blues and the Tom Stillman and Alex Rodrigo and that group over there for what they do every year to clear the arena dates. We need five dates. It's in the heart of the NHL schedule. Uh, we, we feel such respect from the staff at Scott Trade Center. And I can tell you, 
we have a very close relationship with those people, and they make it easy for us. Last week, we had a chance to visit with Jack Watkins, and I asked him to share a story or two about his travels in the conference this year. How about for you? Because I know you get around a lot of different places. Uh, best or funnest story that you've encountered this year in your travels covering the Valley? Uh, the, the best story was a couple of uh, – on February 12th, there was a function at Southern Illinois, and it brought back the 50th anniversary reunion of the 1967 SIU Saluki NIT championship team. And Walt Frazier was there, Dick Garrett, who also played with the Knicks, with Walt and the cast of the other Salukis. And it was such a a high to see these gentlemen now in their early 70s who you couldn't have scripted uh, the evening and the comments that they made on a stage in front of, you know, 200 adoring people. Uh, you couldn't have scripted uh, a better perspective that they had on their days as student-athletes, and it made me proud to be associated with, with college athletics to see that take place. Well, Doug, we'd be remiss not to ask you maybe a, a favorite memory from Arch Madness itself because, again, as we said, you know, it can be stressful for you guys. You're watching these games, and obviously it's you know it's fun to see upsets, but sometimes upsets could mean uh, your, your favorite to get to the tournament could suddenly wind up on the bubble if they get booted, say, in uh, on quarterfinal Friday, but is there a game that you can recall that was just so intense, so exciting that uh, it still stands out to you today? Well, there are two moments that really stand out. One was in, I believe it was 2006, when the staff realized that we were going to sell out Scott Trade Center, and we had 22,600 people in the bowl, in the arena bowl, and we had hundreds in the ticket lobby that couldn't get in. That was a high. Um, I would have to say last year when when it came down to the final possession in the championship game on CBS on Sunday. Uh, Evansville had, had the ball shot from the corner, a, a shot that had it gone in. They would have taken the lead in the game. The game was tied. And they, Northern Iowa came down the floor against Evansville. And with, with seconds left, uh, Wes Washman, who was a star guard on the Northern Iowa team that had upset Kansas and done some great things, beat Texas last year in the NCAA tournament, after this, uh, hit a jumper from the top of the key, and the ball bounced straight up off the rim, the heel of the rim, and with no time left on the clock, uh, it dropped straight through the net. And that was the deciding moment, and you couldn't get a better buzzer beater than that. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was a glorious moment. It was terrible for Evansville, uh, a, a team that really deserved to go as well to the NCAA tournament. They did not, and, uh, but it was a moment that really stands out as – uh, maybe the best ending we've seen in a game in 27 years. And that was pretty special last year. You're right about that, Doug. It, uh, and hopefully we'll get some of those memories made this coming week as Arch Madness returns to the Scott Trade Center, archmadness.com. Go get those tickets, folks. Come down and join us. Doug, it's going to be fun next week. It is, and we're thrilled to have the partnership with KTRS, and, and we're really looking forward to your coverage. All right. Thank you, Doug. Enjoy the weekend's action, the final weekend, and we'll see you on Thursday night. Ready for a road trip without the road? Book a trip on Amtrak. And instead of spotting license plates, see actual states. Leave gas, traffic, tolls, and parking behind and make yourself at home on the train with space to kick back and outlets all your own. It's so much easier to explore America when nobody's confined to the back seat. And it's affordable, too. Just visit Amtrak.com to save 20% with Saber Fares and kids ride 50% off. 500 destinations, infinite stories. Amtrak. 
See where the train can take you. Restrictions apply. Ready to discover the newest marvel on the Mississippi? Hoops in the Heartland is returning to the Quad Cities. Don't miss the 2017 Missouri Valley Conference Women's Basketball Championship, March 9th through 12th at the iWireless Center in Moline. Presented by Aetna. For tickets, call 800-745-3000 or visit mvcquadcities.com. Get your tickets and experience hoops in the heartland. Metro Lighting, winners of the prestigious National 2017 Arts Award for Best Showroom, is your hometown source for the latest high-quality lighting at the best price for any budget. Ultimate customer service is their number one goal. They guarantee their prices against competitors and the Internet, and they offer a one-year in-home warranty. How can you go wrong? Choose local and choose the best. Choose award-winning Metro Lighting, bringing bright ideas to St. Louis for 50 years. Visit MetroLightingCenters.com for the location nearest you. Direct from Broadway, the acclaimed masterpiece returns to St. Louis. Roundabout Theater Company's new production of Cabaret is coming to the fabulous Fox Theater. And you can win pairs of tickets on KTRS. Text Cabaret to 84126 or register online at KTRS.com. And it could be you and a friend at the fabulous Fox Theater to see Cabaret March 7th through the 19th from KTRS. Tickets are on sale at MetroTix.com. Final segment of the Valley on the Big 550 KTRS on this Friday night. Jim Hewer and Brendan Weesey with you. We just heard from Doug Elgin and some of his thoughts about the season. Brendan, it is the final weekend, so I'll ask you, give us a couple things or keys that you're going to focus in on with these matches this weekend. Well, again, first of all, the, Jim, the fact that the bottom four teams are all playing each other, it's not quite a round robin, but it's going to determine the the back end of the tournament it's going to determine our Thursday night if you will Jim yeah. and those two play-in games and whether or not you want to play Wichita or whether or not you might play Illinois State then on Friday and then it's the top two teams Jim they have to survive on the road and again that Illinois State matchup is very very interesting because when you play a team with a similar style like Northern Iowa it doesn't give you that decided advantage so I, I, that's a game I really look at and could very well see you and I spring the upset and uh, possibly give Wichita State the title, the regular season title, all by themselves. Oh, it'll be a fun weekend. Keep an eye on all of those games on Saturday. And our next chance to visit with the folks will be at the Scott Trade Center, and you should be there as well. You can get your tickets. Go visit archmadness.com. They have some unbelievable packages. The Perina Dog Chow Family Fun Pack. Fans can visit uh, participating Schnooks grocery stores in St. Louis and look for the Purina Dog Chow Family Fun Pack. And it gets you, it's a dynamite offer. If you take the voucher to the Scott Trade box office, four single session tickets, four large sodas, two large popcorns, all for $70. Also, don't forget, they are giving away to one lucky fan a chance to win $50,000 during the championship game on Sunday. You can go to archmadness.com backslash Casey's to register to win. It's brought to you by your friends at Casey's General Store. Oh, wouldn't it be fabulous to give away $50,000 on Sunday, Brendan? Just adds adds a little more drama, Jimmy, to what will already be a uh, very dramatic day at the Scott Trade Center. Oh, fun is on the way. It's at the Scott Trade Center. Go to Arch Madness 
com. That will do it for this edition of the Valley on the Big 550. We'll have a special edition on Wednesday night on KTRS in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll get a preview of all the games that are coming up, all the matchups. We'll finally have our bracket pairings, Brendan, when we talk next on Wednesday. Looking forward to it, Jimmy, and it's uh, it'll be it'll be March officially, and we'll be able to dive right in. Looking forward to that. That will do it for us on the Valley on the Big Five Fifty. This has been the Valley on the Big Five Fifty. The Valley on the Big 550 is brought to you by State Farm Insurance, helping you rebound when things go wrong, but also here to help life go right. Team up with an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM.